Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. And we got that sweat. I'm about to get hype. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into that, Ashley, how are you? I'm good. I mean, you know, it's a little cool right now, but I can't complain about where I live because there's some major snowstorms situations going on in other parts of this country. So I'm Gucci. How about you? Cool. Yeah, we're below freezing over here. It's so cold that I'm not going outside, frankly. Um, It's so funny. I told my coworkers this and it's the truth. It's so cold that I would I would get hives if I'm not properly dressed. Like mm. my skin hives up, very itchy, very webby, mm. and it's pretty intense. I don't mm. recommend it. <laughs> well, I'll be there next week, but I'm hoping it warms up. <laughs> but I saw a post today from a lady from Chicago and her door frame was frozen. Like you could see the frost and freezing on the door frame of her apartment house, whatever. And I'm like, this is out of control. The last time it was this cold, we lived uh, in the Dayton area, Miamisburg. And the apartment we lived in had frost on the um, outlets, the electrical outlets. And I'm like, mm. Mm, this doesn't feel safe. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's crazy. Insanity. Insanity. So we hope y'all are staying warm out there. Right. (laughs) Stay safe no matter where you may be. Hopefully this wave of extreme temperatures will pass. And shout out to my family and all my friends in Michigan. My parents lost their power. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Because of the snowstorm. Yes. They're they're back home and safe and warm now. But still, this, this snow ain't no joke. And I was thinking it was about, it seemed like it was about to be a mild winter for people because it seemed like it Low wasn't key. getting that cold and stuff. Mother Nature said, hold my beer. So, <laughs> Basically, she said, y'all forgot we only a month into this thing. Less. <laughs> February, I oh, wait, February. Winter goes until March. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, y'all got a little too comfortable. Yeah. Too comfortable. Speaking of getting a little too comfortable, let's go into our first headline. I am referring to the <sighs> Times Person of the Year, Taylor Swift, and her gaggle of girls swag surfing at the Kansas City Chiefs game. I am looking at Atlanta Black Star Entertainment uh, section here. This is the swag and surf is Taylor's now. Fans predict the end of an HBCU staple after Taylor Swift swag serves at the Kansas City 
Chiefs game. This is an integral part of Black culture, Ashley. We swagged and surf in Napa Valley for your birthday. Like, that is how integral, like, that and freaking the electric side. But it's been a minute, you know? Yeah. And when I saw these ladies white river rafting, (laughs) someone called that somebody said that that's what they were doing and I was completely done I had yeah. to I had to turn off my phone and, <laughs> and holler y'all in the comments section are true comedians y'all need to get hired somewhere truly comedians and, and prime investigators <laughs> does the swag and serve belong to Taylor and them now no no That'd be like me saying that uh, dirty-ass white Air Force Ones belong to the whites. They do not. (sighs) (laughs) They do not. You're like, poor shoe care does not throw away the cultural relevance. It does not. That'd be like me saying the Kardashians own braids. Right. They do not. Just because these prominent white celebrities hop on to something does not cancel it out for me whatsoever because their culture, their mainstream media, not their, the mainstream media, let's be for real. Right, um, right. we consider a niche. Yeah, uh, may try to grab onto it. the culture. Exactly. May try to grab onto it and make it seem like she um, did something special or did something different. We know the truth. She's not the first white woman to try to swag surf. She won't be the last. She but we be. know we know what it is so someone also the comments called her incredibly average at everything <laughs> damn we you know we've talked about taylor on this podcast before obviously and it's not that we we have one of the most savage but honest assessments i <laughs> Blakely Blakely is my boy on Instagram and he was like why are y'all surprised that she's dancing like this he said she just got off a tour where she had months to prepare she still doesn't have full control of her body I saw that I saw that now granted to me she is an exceptional storyteller yes is kudos the area of her talent and career that when people talk about I'm like I will agree she has incredible songwriting and storytelling abilities Correct. she can craft a great song I'm let give y'all credit have every- credit. yep give credit where credit I'm gonna let y'all go. have everything else but she's hella successful she <gasps> got way more money and influence than me so I'm gonna sit back and shut my mouth but that was <laughs> that was a savage but accurate comment in my opinion no shade I'm sure she's lovely I'm sure she just got herself a black adjacent boyfriend. There it is. That's what y'all didn't talk about. Was she swag surfing when she was with Joe? Of course not. Of course not. Next up, she's going to start having some black friends. Shocker. She got one good one. Oh, I thought Todrick was her friend at one point. Black female friend, Delora. Okay. Touche. 
Let's be for real. She got a whole girl gang and you ain't never seen her with a person of color outside of like Selena Gomez. These are facts. So yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Just saying. Not no even shade. Zendaya is Do on you? her roster. Nope. You ain't nope. Zendaya's from Oakland though. She probably like, I ain't got time for these cookies and cats. <laughs> these cookies and cats. Put that on the t-shirt. I ain't got time for these cookies and cats. <laughs> she is a known baker, as you know. Yeah, but the way you just rolled off your tongue. I'm like, these cookies and cats. You know, I got time for this unseasoned spaghetti. What you call me over here for? Oh, my gosh. Let's go to the next headline. I know we said we weren't going to talk about her, but I'm only bringing it up because I just find it fascinating that after carrying an entire child, trolling the Internet and, you know, popping that baby out, right before the end of 2023, Holly Bailey is out here showing us images of her belly, her ma- her maternity shoot, and it's all underwater. Homage to her famous, famous role, Little Mermaid. I am looking at Essence.com. It says, Halle Bailey shares ethereal images from her underwater maternity shoot. Did you see the pictures? If so, what did you think? And my last question, Ashley, to you is, why? My sentiments haven't changed from last week on Holly. I think that once I get the sentiment as a celebrity or a prominent figure that you do not want me to be involved in your personal life, then I'm going to let you live it. So I've scrolled straight on past I saw it look like a video she did with Chloe while she was pregnant. I scrolled past that. I mm-hmm. saw it look like her talking about wanting to get her body back. I scrolled past that. I'm like, girl, what? You did what? not want me in your business. You and your little boyfriend have made that very clear. So like I said, I fully support you and your career endeavors. And I'm always going to root for you and Chloe in terms of, you know, your endeavors. But on the yeah. personal side, miss me with the bullshit. That's how I feel. I'm like, you're really trying to have this narrative of, oh, I'm trying to get my body back. I don't care. The most the most shocking part of this article for me is that DDG is 26 years old. I thought he was the same age as her, like 23. I honestly had no idea how old that man was, but no that's interesting. Idea. And I feel like that's interesting considering he seems immature. I don't know if this is his, you know, social media persona, if he's on the same level as Little Nas X, because you know him and his antics. Nah, because I feel like Little Nas X is calculated to a certain extent with certain things that he does that, to me, have some level of, like, savvy behind it or thought process behind it, whereas... I, maybe I just because I just don't follow like DG's a master career. marketer or something just right? like you know there's yeah. there's there's a process and a purpose to him and the things he does and his messaging and all these things right and he's an artist so he's like hey this is how I want to express myself I get that possibly I just don't follow DDG enough in terms of any career work or aspirations Correct. but that's not what I that's not the tone I get from any public thing I've ever seen of him it's just kind of like Whatever little music he dropped, whatever he has to say about, you know, the backlash. And that's been about it, honestly. Yeah. 
I'm just going to conclude by saying she welcomed her son, Halo, at the end of 2023. So, you know, good luck, sis. I, I, <laughs> it's an interesting space. It's like, oh, you're gorgeous. And again, she wore so many ruffles, <laughs> so many layers that we knew something was going on. And I do think it was absolutely within her herself her agency not to speak to it but complaining about people who support your career saying you want us out your business okay yeah our final headline ashley this morning did you look at yourself in the mirror and said i love you and i forgive you i did not was that the new mantra for 2024 <laughs> I think it's healthy. Something to consider. Okay. This is what Usher Raymond told the writer for his Vogue cover article. Usher, in preparation for the Super Bowl, is on the cover of Vogue with a bunch of people. I have no idea who they are and why they are there. (laughs) There has been much debate, Ashley, about this cover since it came out literally this morning. Uh, If you haven't seen the cover, Usher looking wonderful with a beautiful smile is surrounded by like peewee football participants and a white model. (laughs) And I say that because they were like, there were no brown or black women available for this cover. And why is she there? Okay, so there's been a lot of conversation, as I mentioned, about this cover. And it's like, well, why can't he be on the cover of Vogue by himself? Because Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue by himself. But every Black man (laughs) that's been on the cover in the magazine has been, been with a model. The most famous one and the very first one is LeBron James with Giselle, which was highly controversial because it was giving King Kong and a white damsel. Do y'all remember that? I saw it when I was looking up the controversy and the way people were feeling about it, but I didn't even make that correlation. I was just thinking, oh, so Kanye never even had a a, a, a one without Kim. Correct. Yeah. And uh, he who should not be named, but you know him from you got to tell him no (laughs) he was in the magazine at one point with a model what did you think about this cover I do think it's odd like when I scroll past it on Instagram I was like it is odd who are these children what's the significance like I get that you want to tie in football but what does a random model have to do with that for one these are not NFL players like I could even see if you had him flaked flanked rather by two solid people who we think are going to be in the Super Bowl or something like sports figures I just don't I don't understand the concept uh maybe Usher had thoughts behind this as well as far as the creative direction that we just haven't heard about yet but I'd be curious because it's Vogue and I can't even really see the fit like I can't even really see his outfit I see a rose on his shoulder but I can't see exactly. the full ensemble, which the color dope. of that rose is fire, though. The other conversations that I think is interesting is 
this is a woman's magazine, so you need a woman somewhere on the cover. But and the reason why Harry Styles got away with being on the cover was because he was wearing women women's clothes. So I feel like that's a little weak, but that's a very um, weak and argument. then when it comes to this particular model, her name is Carolyn Murphy. She's been modeling since the 90s. She is 49 years old. And the first thought that came to me when I was doing some research about her is, oh, well, maybe they were trying to explore diversity from the age angle. She looks fantastic. I would not have known that she would be turning 50 this year. Just simply looking at her. If you wanted somebody because they're of a certain age, get Naomi Campbell. Get somebody who... Naomi Campbell you know get Tyra get I mean I could even see I don't know if Rihanna's gonna step out the house but if it would have been dope if they had him and Rihanna on the cover and they she could talk about passing the baton like there could have been multiple that been ideas too hot too hot it would have flew off the fucking shelves the freaking charisma that would have emitted off that page would have exactly would have been fire 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 exactly. fire I'm giving y'all these ideas for free okay <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful article what i find interesting is do we forget that usher is like married (laughs) like i because i was like who is this woman why is he on the cover with his wife because obviously with the pictures throughout the article she's like leaned up against him and everything like that and just like why (laughs) i don't know i mean usher definitely could have carried this completely by himself and it would have been beautiful and tasteful, I'm sure. So I have to read the article to hear all of what he said because, I mean, Usher is, is a moment. And I cannot wait for this damn Usher's Super Bowl halftime performance. Don't text me. Don't call me. Don't speak to me. I'm going to be glued to my television. I'm so... I don't think I've been this excited, honestly, for a Super Bowl halftime show since Beyonce's first <laughs> performance <laughs> for the halftime show. Because I ain't know that Coldplay was going to bring out Bruno and Beyonce. I don't remember knowing that in advance. No, they were surprised. And obviously it was for the, I think it was the 50th anniversary or, yeah, I think it was a significant. Girl, I sometimes just go back and rewatch the the battle between Bruno and Beyonce after she did her formation. Oh. So freaking good of my favorite entertainers. Good. I need Bruno to come out. This is no shade to Anderson Pack. I need Bruno to come out with another solo album. (laughs) I've been waiting on another solo album for too long. But one would ask, what genre is he gonna go? Because when he came out the gate, it was all doo bop, and then he made his way to the seventies. Because when I feel like I just, you know, made it to heaven, got wait. You make me feel like I've been like that to heaven. Yeah, that's peak 70s. That was the best concert of my entire life. And I put mm. that on everything. And then he made his way to the 90s. So, and then he kind of went back yep, with, with his Silk Anderson. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what, I, what era are we going to be in? I want straight R&B. Like, I still want it to be the uh, genre we got a bit with um 24 karat where he can still dance he can still move you know it feels like new edition type vibe but i want just some straight r&b from from bruno mars that's what i want i don't i don't need it to be a genre of the past 
give me something that I can groove to today that is straight R&B, please. I would love that. Usher, we love you. We ready. Praying for you, sir. Do your thing, Usher. Do your thing. Oh, the other thing that was really fun about the article, his new album, Coming Home, is dropping that same night. Yep. So be prepared to be sick of me. No, totally. <laughs> it reminds me of that viral statement there. All right, let's get into our hot topic. We have one mammoth hot topic this week. It's award season. It is in full year. I did list Golden Globes. I know we talked about it last week, but the reason why I brought it up was because we're going to do some comparison across the major wars that's happened in literally this last week. So um, more recently, Critics' Choice Awards and the Emmys. All right, Ashley, let's start with the Critics' Choice because that was the one that happened before. This is always a fun award show, in my personal opinions, because the critics get their say, you know? It's not just industry people. Granted, there are some people who, if you put a Venn diagram across both, <laughs> thinking about our friend Carla, who is both an actress and a critic. We have some of the same big winners, Ashley. On the TV side, we are looking at Secession, The Bear, Beef. And in terms of the movie side... Emma Stone won for Best Actress for Poor Things, Paul Giamatti, and Divine Joy Rudolph. I need to watch this movie. Have you seen The Holdovers? I haven't yet, but I definitely, it's on my list. Apparently it's on Peacock now, so FYI to that. Just canceled my Peacock. When Yellowstone (laughs) Season 5 Part 2 is on Peacock, that's when I'm going to restart my subscription. (laughs) Offenheimer won eight awards with best picture best acting ensemble best director best supporting actor best cinematography best score best editing and best visual effects and barbie won for best comedy best original screenplay best song for i'm just ken best production design best costume design best hair and makeup I'm not mad at these results, Ashley. How about you? Did you watch it? Or was it on your radar? Let me know. I didn't watch it. I was aware that it was um, going to be happening. And I was paying attention to who the winner's list was and all that via social media. So I saw that it was, to your point, a lot of the same winners that took home awards during the uh, Golden Globes. But I mean, I'm happy to see some of my faves, The Bear, Beef. I watched all of Succession um, getting their shine. And then, of course, Barbie, the cultural phenomenon that Barbie was. I'm glad that it is getting its just due as well. The best song for I'm Just Ken and Ryan Gosling's reaction was everything. Loved it. And moving on to the Emmys, which happened this week. Best drama, Succession. (laughs) Kieran Culkin won for Best Actor, as long, along with his sister, <laughs> Sarah Schnook. As for the wins that I actually want to talk about, let's talk about Quinta. Quinta winning Best Actress in a Comedy. The first time in 42 years, Ashley. Given to her by the Carol Burnett. 
I appreciated all the legends that showed up to present that night. Did you did you see them? I definitely saw this one because Quinta, the emotions of it all. She she captured my heart with that reaction and with her speech and everything. So I caught the major highlights for sure. And this was definitely one of them. Her and Nisi were the two ones that I saw multiple times on my scroll. Absolutely. When Nisi oh, said- Oh, and Jennifer Coolidge, sorry. Jennifer too. Yeah. She's like, I want to evil gaze. gaze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Nisi said, I want to thank me, I was like, yes, Snoop Dogg, energy. Yes. You got to believe in yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to turn into RuPaul. If you can't love yourself, how do you, how the hell how the are you going to love anybody else? Yeah. I also love that she kept talking about the key to everything is skinny dipping and champagne. I need to try that combo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Shout out to Trevor Noah for finally winning. It says talk series. I'm looking at Vanity Fair. John Oliver has this category on locked. Um, Oh, no, he's not. He wasn't nominated in this one. That's interesting. I wonder if they switched it up because John Oliver won writing for variety or talk series. And for talk series, there was a different list of names. Um, Yeah, Trevor won for outstanding variety talk. These categories are interesting because I see three that he could like that that all fit under that same umbrella. Correct. Um, I thought it was interesting. I saw this gentleman on social media saying like, you know, the Emmys needs to be updated with today's content because back in the day, a series used to be like 20 plus episodes a season and now they're like 10 or eight. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he's like, the comedies aren't really that funny. And he gave the bears an example and he's like, you should pair up like the half hour shows to the hour shows and, you know, be more in line with how, how streaming has. Ain't nobody sitting evolved. through all these awards though. You can't break everything out. Damn. That's true. <laughs> they already That's got true. how many categories? Ain't nobody sitting through. Okay. Here's the hour long. Here's the 30 minutes. We do short. We do long form with like film. But come on, we got to draw the line somewhere. Paul Hader being emotional over Ellie Wong's uh, win for beef was kind of funny to me because I'm like, y'all know he's the Pete Davidson of like Gen, Gen Xers, right? Like, <laughs> Not the Pete Davidson. Not the Pete Davidson. Notorious, awkward looking comedian who bags all the ladies. Absolutely. Now yeah. he doesn't have like some of the emotional situations. That I was gonna say to. they're ve- they're extremely <laughs> different to me, seemingly, but also you know, Bill is seasoned, right? He has he's the father of three daughters. You know, he feels like an adult. He feel he is an adult, but he feels like he's it. grown up. Pete but... is an adult, but Pete is like twenty nine, so he he got to get a little, a little more seasoning. But I do. I'm waiting on her to acknowledge him in a speech. <laughs> why should she though he is the current if anything she probably should still be thinking her ex-husband she did 
That's why I was, did. That's yeah. why I was like, is she going to thank Bill at some point? I'm not upset if she doesn't. I'm just waiting on the time when she does. It may never come, but I was just waiting on it. Because, yeah, she acknowledged when she went to Golden Globe, she said, thank you to, I can't think of her ex-husband's name right now, but you're the reason why I'm able to do and be this person and have this career. So thank you so much. And that was beautiful. They still have a, I mean, they're like the Reba and Brock for all my Reba fans. <laughs> uh of hollywood divorces it seemed like like they are cool and that's beautiful but bill be just beaming in the audience looking at her let's talk about some controversy i thought it was interesting <laughs> with all these award shows everything still feels kind of awkward like is it because we're still shaking out you know shaking things out post strikes for the writers and the actors i mean the fashion is on point and we'll get there but the banter like for example we didn't talk about this when we talked about the golden globes last week but like not every award needs a, sh a stick like everybody was trying to be funny everybody was trying to you know up one another um, at the Critics' Choice, they called out actors who want to be singers, and they included Jack Black, Ryan Gosling, and Ariana DeBose. She later said that she didn't think that was funny. <laughs> it was, though. <laughs> I get why it's her disrespectful, but it was She's funny. a Broadway star. But it still was funny because it's not even just like, I get especially who she's being compared to alongside that listing, but you're also being compared to people who are professional, literal musicians. That is their job, right? So I, it was funny, but I get why to her it, it was disrespectful. She is a Disney princess adjacent. Like she's saying a big ballad and everything. So but I it'd don't be know. the opposite of like someone who's a singer. Yes, they can act, but their primary thing it's still like, well, you know, I'm I'm a musician. Like maybe she considers herself a triple, you know, all the things. And she's I get a that. triple threat. I if anything, it. though, she's more of a dancer, actor, singer. I would probably put singer last for her. See? I mean, I, but that's me personally. I didn't want her to be called out in front of everybody in a mama though. Just just no, just sometimes you just gotta laugh, laugh at yourself just a little bit, because otherwise it's like womp womp. I'm sorry. You'll be okay. <laughs> um, the Emmys hosted by Anthony Anderson. There were interesting moments there. And uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Fox broadcast 4.46 million views, which is a 25% downturn to the previously low, you know, five point 92 million and that was back in 2022 i think it's worth mentioning that this is airing four months after it was supposed to and they did a poor job advertising it honestly i was like flipping through the tv and i was like oh the emmys are on this feels i feel a little bit discombobulated as a person who actively watches these shows right and it was and a I'm holiday like, it was just kind of like it was a holiday. There was Martin and I'm on stage. I was like, what is going on? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm sad I missed that. I watched it on um, social media. Uh, Everybody's talking about Martin. Seemed like he may have had a stroke or something, which I hope he didn't. I hope he's okay. Martin has gone through that before, though, I thought. Like, you, you remember. I remember when he passed out when he was trying to lose weight. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. And I, I feel like he was never the same after that, personally. Like, so. Well, I saw him. He had a comedy tour uh, with a bunch of other comedians. He was kind of the host. He seemed perfectly normal when he hosted that. And we went and saw him in person. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could have. You just never know what people are going through. Remember, people were talking about Anthony Anderson not too long ago because he was in a picture and was looking really, really thin. Yeah. So you just don't know what people may be going through health wise for sure. I hope he's OK. Well, Anthony Anderson has, you know, diabetes. And I'm saying mm-hmm. this because he's a known advocate. Mm-hmm. So you never know. He finished blackish and maybe he's on a whole nother, you know, diet, exercise regimen. You, like you say, you never know what people are going through. Yep. Let's go ahead and get into the fashion. We could just go ahead and just talk about our favorite looks. Uh, it could be either from the Critics' Choice and or Emmys. I'm I'm pretty open. I feel like I liked more looks from the Critics' Choice than I necessarily did from the Emmys when I was doing really, a, yeah, when I was doing a, a look through. Um, I think the Critics' Choice caught me with uh, a few of the white looks. Like I really liked Taraji in white, um, Fantasia mm-hmm. in white. Um, yeah. I thought I thought uh, Lily Gladstone looked really beautiful. She had on uh, custom Christian Siriano. Like I just there were some looks that I really really enjoyed from the Critics Choice I think the only one I really really liked from the Emmys honestly was AO and like the black leather structured dress I thought it fit her beautifully um she looked amazing and then uh the men to your point from the Golden Globes the men's wear has been fantastic Coleman Domingo who I know you love has been on everybody's tongue with his fashion game Mm -hmm. so the way I screamed, Wayman and Micah dressed him in that Valentino ye- yellow mustard golden. Oh, that suit, that color, that swag. The swag, baby. The swag. Somebody said, I saw a post like, suits were made because they knew someday Coleman Domingo was going to wear them. And he commented. <laughs> he commented like, thank you so much. The fact that he is coming out of the color purple and and, and Reston's promo become, being a new fashion Nista, I'm here for it. I can't wait for his Met look. Mm. First Monday in May, baby. Mm. All right. Um, and Coleman D'Amico for for the entire two months. Like, I don't <laughs> like because his look at the Emmys was also magnificent. But I'll it's, put this. It's, I'll put this out in the universe one more time. Let me and Delora just have one magnificent <laughs> red. Wait carpet. a minute, Micah. I'm claiming it. They're gonna be dressing us. Listen, yep. just give me full glam at least just one time <laughs> in my life. I promise y'all, I will not disappoint. You know they're just they dress Taraji and um, D- Divine Joy this this season as well. Oh, they're on the roster. Where is Jason? I don't know. That's a great point. I don't know. I'm sure he's working, obviously. Oh, you know who I also loved? Honestly, surprisingly for me, because I'm not usually paying that much attention to her fashion. I enjoy Billie Eilish and Tom Brown. Did you? I did, because for her, I was like, oh, this is structure. And it fits. It fit her really nicely to me. Mm. Usually she's in the oversized, the I don't want to show my frame. And I just thought I love the glasses. I just thought she looked really cute. I will say comparing the two red carpets, 
I felt like people were taking more risks at the Critics' Choice than the Emmys. The Emmys were definitely like, we're going to prom. Oh, that <laughs> bomber looked amazing at the Critics' Choice also. That color, that suit. Yes, sir. With the cummerbund. The men have been stepping it up. Special shout out to Pedro for these yes. looks with his co- color coordinated <laughs> sling. Okay. <laughs> and the glasses to boot. Like I have a yes. crush on Pedro. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I thought Margot looked great in Balmain at the Critics' she Choice. Did. She looked beautiful. Let me go ahead and look at the Emmys. I can't remember what my standouts were. Oh, shout out to Shirley Ralph with the girlies out. Okay. And Christian Siriano. Oh, dream girl. Dream girl. Mm-hmm. Can I just give a shout out to the fine ass aging process that all these celebrities who are like 40 plus are going through? I was hearing something recently. I think it was a podcast. They were saying, oh, no, no, no. It was on The View. And they were saying younger like Gen Zers are afraid of getting older. They're going nuts, scared to turn 30, all this and that. And it's because, yeah. oh, the internet's making it seem like, you know, getting older is a bad thing. The internet's are making me feel great about aging because these celebrities are aging first like all, fine wine. First of all, like I feel better about aging because we have a Shirley Ralph, even freaking JLo. I love her sex appeal in her 50s. Like it's like we have them to look forward to. And no shade, not the Golden Girls. Like our parents' generation, we thought. 50, you move into Florida and you <laughs> you cold, you have to wear long sleeve in 90 degree weather, even though I do do that now. But the point is, not because I'm cold, but the point is they definitely made you think that 50 plus was elderly, you know? Right. And it's like exactly. the number of beautiful celebrities and black, not just celebrities, black women and folks that I just see in general who are 40 plus, 50 plus, 60 plus, living their best lives, looking better than they've ever looked is making me feel great about it. <laughs> That's my goal. I'm like, my goal is to be better every day I'm here. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, exactly. We're not going to be reminiscing. We're going to be looking ahead. Okay. Yep. I'm I like, Ooh, the skin out. is better. The hair is yes! better. The fits yes! are better. The mentality because, is better. Simply because one, you know what products to use. <laughs> the search is over. And then two, you got more money. What's that saying? You ain't ugly. You just broke. <laughs> you ain't never ugly, baby. Never. I wanted to give a shout out to Jessica just Chastain, my girl, in that green ensemble, Gucci, um, at the Emmys. I I don't know. I'm I've been liking the pop of green every once in a while. And I thought she she always dresses so impeccable to me. So I thought she looked amazing. That sleek side part. Yes, and I still love um, a good side part. Ivy, <laughs> and then um, our Daisy Jones herself arriving with her grandma after having a state drama after the death of her mom. I was like, okay, family reunion. Uh, she was, was like, it wasn't as serious this. as these streets have been saying. Also, um, Camilla. In red, I can't remember which award show it was. Yeah, she looked was fantastic. She, she was did. like, "Eat your heart out, Leo. Eat your heart out." She was wearing Vers- Versace, 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 Versace. 
All right, Ashley, do you have any final thoughts for award season? I mean, it's coming in hot and we're about to get our Oscar nominations very soon. Yeah, I feel like some things are obviously just a lock, like Oppenheimer locked, poor things locked. Do you think Robbie, uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are going to get those nominations, though? That's a good question. I don't think they're going to be nominated, but really, but it could just be my interpretation of the stuffiness that I feel like still exists within the Academy. Yeah, I get that. Not I think because she, I don't think they still did a great job. Oh, they did a fantastic job. I think she would get nominated before him, though. Well, because it's Barbie, so it is Barbie. It's Barbie. Barbie. World. Yeah, Ken came a couple years later. Okay, <laughs> he's her rib. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Nisi Nash looked incredible again girlies yes. came out to play yes she, she did she looked she amazing. looked like a winner baby a winner you know, baby niecy nash got that body oddy oddy every time she does go girl try to be and like for, you when i grow up i I, pro- I lied one more taraji in versace that color the cast of the color purple and all the shades of purple they've been they've been wearing these last couple of months have been phenomenal like their play on purple has been a one chef kiss okay did you want to say one more thing about the controversy surrounding the food (laughs) girl no what do you want to say about it you talking about fantasia one and lamb chops and they passing out cold pizza they passing out packaged pizza and oprah said my lips would never Okay, I got the chef at the house. She sure did. Whipping up my four course meal right now. Did you see her waistline? She's like, we we don't do these things. This is this is beneath me. (laughs) I don't know what the budget was this year, but clearly they're doing some cutbacks. It seems like so. I guess it's like be grateful that you get anything, but. With a Hollywood budget, you know, they just said, I think, who was it? Um, CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, his salary for this year was like $26 million, something like that. So we can do better. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, all right, Ashley, what are we recapping for next week? So we've talked about it a little bit today. And it was on our list for favorite films of 2023. It is the summer blockbuster, the cultural phenomenon. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. 2023's Barbie film. Cannot wait to talk about all the things. All the things. That monologue. (laughs) That monologue. All the outfits. Barbie land. Just all the things. So stick with us, guys. We'll be back with that on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, Barbie, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blew my mind. I love that song. (laughs) Guys. Thank you for sticking with us for another episode. We appreciate it. Please share this episode with your family, friends, loved ones, all the folks you know. 
We will be back with our recap as we mentioned. But in the meantime, as always, be blessed. Bye.